Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the Welcome to Asgard podcast, episode 346, where we're going to talk about what in the world is going on with the Doctor Strange box office, but more specifically with the coverage of the Doctor Strange box office. It's been one of the strangest things that I have ever seen because the typical shill media, who normally comes to the defense of Disney and normally comes to the defense of, of, of all these different uh, companies and major studios and loves to spin the narratives for them, are for some reason when it comes to this film talking about how it's a bad thing that the film is doing as well as it is or that the film is not somehow doing as well as it is. So we'll go into those numbers and we'll compare it to a couple of other films that have come out. One, of course, being Spider-Man No Way Home. But more importantly, I think, into the context of this and within the context of the entirety of the MCU's comparison, especially to Doctor Strange itself, we'll compare it to the original when you adjust the numbers for inflation. And guess what? Spoiler alert. Doctor Strange is a couple of days away, maybe even a day away from passing up the entirety of the first film. So I don't quite understand exactly why the media is trying to spin this as a negative when it's nothing but a positive. And also, I want to make it very clear, because for some reason there's people in the comment section that don't seem to be getting this. Just because the numbers are good and I'm reporting that the numbers are good does not mean that I care about the film, that I like the film, or that I think the film is good, or that it takes away any of the previous criticisms or hatred that I've had of Disney and other giant corporations. I don't know. I just think it is something worth talking about. And as I see Tina mentioning in the chat, having very little interest in the topic of Doctor Strange, which I totally understand, I just want to let her know that I have also been watching uh, Ricada Law's coverage of the Amber Heard situation. And I'm kind of mixed on it overall because as amazing as it is to see someone's flawed logic and flawed accusations being, you know, shredded up or at the very least called into question, I also have to ask the question of myself, are there more important things than this? Are there more important things of the Doctor Strange box office? And the answer, of course, is yes. But that's the world that we live in. That's the world we live in. And I think that for me, it's a way of trying to escape from the bigger nonsense going on in the world. I think it's the reason why a lot of us tend to either consume content through movies, television, YouTube channels, other forms of medium, trying to find an escape from the craziness of the world around us, which in many ways is crumbling at the seams, or at least that's how it seems like, especially if you look at gas prices and all other kinds of stuff. But before going any further, please make sure that you smash that like button, lab that fire button on if you're watching over on Odyssey, and thank you for being subscribed to the channel. Let's say hello to some people in the chat. We got Mr. Roy, who is here early. Hello, Mr. Roy. How is it going? We got low watermark in the chat. Hail to you, and also thank you for the $25 super chat. 
saying there, no message, but I like Odin. Ah, yes. Thank you. I appreciate that low water mark, and I appreciate you for always showing love and always showing support for these streams. Really does mean a lot, man. We got Griffin Turbo in the chat. Hail to you. Rosie G12 in the chat. What's going on? Andrew Hayes here as well. Griffin Turbo. We also got Bryant Barth. Hail to you. And also a plug for the Empress of the Universe, Tina. Check them out. On It should be hosted on Tina's channel, which, of course, will be at 8 p.m. Eastern this Friday for Soup to Nuts. Uh, let's see. Your Barmy. Welcome to the channel. Tina saying that <laughs> watching uh, Camille Vasquez uh, serve up Amber. Yes, indeed. Uh, Wayward Noodle. What is a Marvel film? What, what is a Marvel film these days? The Master of Gaming. What's going on? We also got here in the Steadfast. What's going on? Thank you very much for being here. Uh, Sahil, what's going on? I just... Wait, there's a Shrek 5 coming out? That just makes me all kinds of upset. And sad. Why are they making more Shrek films? There's, we don't need another Shrek film. They should have stopped after the first one. <laughs> Why is there another one? I guess the people involved in the voice work need more money? Does DreamWorks need more money? Have they not been doing very well recently? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, let us see. Andrew Hayes, thank you for the tag, said, Hello, good chap. Do you know that Evil Dead has a new game coming out? I did not. Uh, again, I like... The Army of Darkness film, I like Evil Dead 2, but I wouldn't say that I'm like a mega fan of the franchise enough to get any games related to it. See, in Blazing 64, have I seen the She-Hulk trailer yet? Uh, if there's a new one out, then probably not, because I tend to stay away from social media, especially during the day. Uh, as again, I, I work a full-time job. It's our last week. Uh, we're doing exams this week, but... Uh, when I am on the job, I try and stay as focused on that as I can and away from social media. So typically, those are the kinds of things that get mentioned on social media. Not to mention, ever since I follow the advice of Elon Musk and on the Twitter app, pressed the little stars in the upper right-hand corner and changed it to personal feed and not the algorithmic feed, all I've gotten are comments and posts and retweets from people I actually follow. And it's been very nice, but that also might mean that I'm missing other things that are going on in the world. But you know what? If that means that I'm missing things like <laughs> the, 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 the trailer for She-Hulk, then I think I'm doing okay in life. Ben Dowdy, what is going on? He'll thinks that it looks cool. Again, someone else said it in the live chat. Uh, Evan S. Yeah, exactly. Shrek 5, the search for more money. Very, very true. We got Shorty Short, Laura, the modern major general of the channel. Hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. We got Master of Gaming saying, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness made $700 million at the box office. I know, Master. Why would I, why, why would I have in the title that we're going to talk about the box office if I didn't know what the box office... Do you even know who I am, Master of Gaming? Do you not know what I do? Do you not know what I focus on? <laughs> Come on, man. I live and breathe these numbers. I live and breathe these numbers, bro. Dan Blackroyd in the chat. What is going on? Keely Chow in the chat as well. By the way, I think there was another Keely Chow. And um, 
it was the uh, same person who is the uh, troll that does the comment about, oh, what's his name? Christian Bale. The Christian Bale troll that makes a thousand different account names to do the Christian Bale comment. But it said Keely Chow, and I'm like, it couldn't have been Keely Chow this whole time. And now that I see you in the chat, I know that it's not. So it looks like this person is now starting to create fake accounts of fake accounts that are similar to real accounts. And uh, that is not cool. So whoever that person is, you need to stop. Cece Hill said, Mom had a 72% drop in the UK. People clearly didn't like it. Uh, If that's Multiverse of Madness. Well, again, drops are indeed important to look at. There's there's no doubt about it. And if you look to the historical trends of Doctor Strange compared to other MCU films, yes, the, the drops are indeed significant. It doesn't change the fact, though, that the film is making massive amounts of profit, that it's going to beat that of the original, which I think is the hope of any sequel or follow-up to any film, and that it still has a chance and a pretty decent one at that of hitting the billion-dollar mark. And I'm sorry, but based on what we've seen from the recent MCU, the Disney MCU films, especially the ones from last year, a billion dollars is not anything to <laughs> to snuff at. I mean that I mean that that is not something for them to be a uh, that is not something for them to to really be open to criticizing. Again, this is this is Doctor Strange two. You could talk about the implications that it has for the entirety of Phase five. You could talk about all those things, trying to build it build up the significance of the film. But for me, it's no, it's a movie that came out that cost two hundred million dollars to make. It made seven. It's made seven hundred million dollars after only being out in theaters for about ten or eleven days. The chances of it making another three hundred million dollars are very likely, meaning this film probably will end up making a billion. Now, as I've said previously, that doesn't make it a good film. Remember that Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp. Speaking of Johnny Depp, made over a billion dollars, and that film was trash. So films make a billion dollars over uh, or over a billion dollars all the time. It doesn't make the films good. But it does still mean that the film is successful and that enough people have gone to see it. So anyway, low watermark. Just wanted to highlight your message. So again, thank you very much for that love. Appreciate it. Matthew Highland, welcome back. I have returned. Well, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend, of course. All righty, let us remember, if you have a comment or question, please make sure you put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin, let's know you're trying to get my attention, unless, of course, you are a YouTube member, as your name highlights green and lets me know know, uh, that you indeed have one of the perks that being a YouTube member specifically has, which is you don't have to tag. See, Keely Chow, I think you've made this comment before, uh... Let's see. I hope you could be on Midnight's Edge, Midnight's Edge After Dark to talk about box office numbers. Yeah. Uh, hopefully with the summer being very, very close, I think that that is definitely something that could be a possibility. Though I definitely think that we have different philosophies when it comes to box office numbers. So we'd probably come up with different conclusions. Nathan Slay says, rewatch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yesterday and it's just awesome. Great movie. It is a great movie. I do agree. It is fantastic. It is solid. 
Master of Gaming, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness is going to beat the Batman and might end at a billion dollars. Oh, it's... No, no, no. It will beat the Batman. In fact, thank you for even bringing that up because that was another film that I should have put in the original chart here. Because if you just look at the comparisons... Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Batman, the Batman only made seven hundred and sixty-eight million dollars, so it made over a hundred million in profit. But uh, Doctor Strange, after only again, uh, was it nine, like 10, 10, 11 days in release, seven hundred and three point eight million. So no, no, it will. There's no. It's a fact that it's going to beat the Batman. It is a fact that it's going to beat the Batman at the box office, and I would say it's a highly likely scenario that the film makes a billion dollars again of course we will look at the week three box office and look at the week three drop off and see if there's anything that it has to be concerned about and of course next week i'm very excited because i've got the movie that i've been waiting for years now for top gun 2 top gun maverick coming out i still have not figured out whether i'm going to go see the wednesday early showing or whether i'm just going to wait for the imax showing because i really want to see the imax showing but also, I want to see it as early as I can because I've been waiting for it for three uh, for from like for almost two years now. So, uh, yeah, very very exciting. But that'll definitely create some competition, and so that'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, in disguise, what's going on in disguise? It has been a while. Meet meet. See, all, all I ever think about for that one, I remember, I remember it used to be meet meet cough cough. And all I could think about was Roadrunner every time. Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member on the channel, what's going on? How's the going? Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. Yes, indeed. Search for more money. Jeremy Sikowski. Evening, Odin. Speaking of Marvel, the trailer she all came out and the CGI looks bad. Can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> Marvel has not been very good with their CGI recently. Whether it was Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, CGI at times was pretty bad. Whether it is... Uh, oh, I'm trying to think. What else did they have? Oh, of course, Black Widow last year. Does anyone not remember the terrible CGI from Black Widow? There was that clip actually making the rounds today. It was actually making the rounds today of the terrible sequence where uh, Black Widow is talking to her sister, and the sister is like, it's been fun, and then the explosion, and it looks terrible. It looks awful. Ingrid Plaza, thank you for the super chat. I will get to that once I can highlight it in the chat to give you the proper attention you deserve. Zachariah 315 hail to you. Thank you for being here. Input latency in the chat. I see Andrew Hayes says, Chip and Dale comes out on Disney. Looks like they are running out of stuff to lure in new subscribers. Yeah. Would like to see some of those numbers. Remember Sci-Fi, I watched the trailer for Prey. The Predator would consider it beneath him to hunt that girl. Yeah, I don't think that there's been enough of that one. I've seen some people already comment on it about it being woke. And I'm not saying that it won't be. Again, I have not looked into any of the development of the story. I have not looked into any of the, even the basic plot synopsis. All I've seen is the teaser trailer. And at this point, it can go anywhere. At this point, that, that film can go anywhere. Um, but I can't say that, that I hated the trailer. I'm not saying it's a good trailer. I'm just saying that from what the trailer presented, it was not enough for me to be like, Bleh. all righty. But, 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 
Sahil. Oh, okay. See, this is why I need context, Sahil. Context. Okay, so there is no Shrek 5. It was merely a joke about She-Hulk. That is why I need context. That is why context is incredibly important. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's why I say it every stream. Every stream. Uh, Negative is like, I said, okay, I'm going to say something controversial. I definitely think Scorsese is right about what he said on Marvel to a certain extent with the formula, but his movies follow a formula too. Yes, they do follow a formula. I would say the difference is that all of his films are so different and unique in various ways over the course of his of his career, whereas all of the Marvel films follow such such a specific formula that there is not nearly as much differentiation between them other than the actual characters Kili Chow says Odin in the multiverse of pizza now that would be a very awesome 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 one uh, Christian Bale Wingster how dare you I know who you are general I know who you are you troll anyway um, Alex McCarthy last I, I heard I think he was he was still in the process of healing uh, I think he was still in the hospital or at least receiving hospital meds. Uh, so obviously continue to keep Alex McCarthy in your prayers. Um, Cause I know he's going through a lot, but anyway, let's see. Forever sci-fi who is a member says, I don't think normies have caught up yet with the MCU. No, I don't, but I do think that they are starting to. And I, I say that because the film that we've had right now with the multiverse of madness to me that it really came across as a okay we still have the hype of, of spider-man no way home which was a lot of fun i thoroughly enjoyed it i think it deserves the 1.88 billion dollars that it's made and i think that a lot of people were expecting dr strange the multiverse of madness to have a similar type of fun and have a similar ability to bring in cameos and to bring in tons of nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that that's what led to the film having a massive opening weekend, much more than what a lot of people had predicted, especially in the international market. But we are seeing drops happen, right? We are seeing drops happen that are pretty drastic, that are pretty sharp. And so I think it's really going to be a over the course of time. So, as many people had let me know in the comments, and I appreciate it, the next film set to come out is Thor Love and Thunder. So how does that film do opening weekend compared to this film? And then where do those drop-offs head over? Especially if the film is as MCU as the trailers are already making it out to be, and according to the various rumors and speculation. That is going to be a very interesting thing to see. That is going to be something that I'm going to be watching for specifically. So there's a lot of factors at play, but it's going to be over the course of it. So basically, as Phase 5 rolls out, do we see a law of diminishing returns on such a level that more and more people, even the normies, start to bail out on it or not? Based on this first film, it's too early to tell. I think too many people are putting too much attention on the, for instance, the Friday to Friday drop-off or even just the, uh, the weekend drop-off. And not on the actual numbers, now they compare it to other films. So, yeah, I think that it might be a slow roll, but that typically is how it goes. 
and we'll see if it actually uh, we'll see if it actually goes anywhere. Greenhouse Data says, "Who do you think comes out on top in the box office of Top Gun Two or Jurassic World 3? I'm sad to say, if if I, if I had to take a bet, I think Jurassic World Three will make more money, and it's not because it's going to be a better film by any means. It's going to be purely the international market. The international market, for some reason, goes gaga for those films." And so I think internationally it's going to do incredibly well. I think it'll be interesting to see the battle domestically between those films. But I, I think that if I if I had to make a guess today, I would say Jurassic World 3 has a higher uh, worldwide total. In fact, I think if you go to the projections that you know, the early projections that we have for yeah, the long range. Let's see, just to compare what the long-range forecasting is right now. Top Gun Maverick is expected to make 95 to $125 million in its opening weekend domestically, totaling 275 to $395 million, uh, domestically by the end of its run. So I could see that film getting 700 to $800 million range worldwide, Top Gun Maverick, which would be a very good showing for that movie which is a sequel to a film that came out a long time ago, you know? That would be a very strong showing for it. Whereas Jurassic World Dominion is tracking right now to open at 165 to 205 and make a total domestically, and this is just domestic, of 460 to 575. And I mentioned in my uh, Jurassic World Dominion Top Gun Maverick, you know, forecasting video that Dominion actually, if those numbers and if those projections actually hold, even Dominion has a potential to make a billion dollars. Because if it makes $500 million domestically by the end of its run, I don't see how it doesn't match that internationally. I honestly don't. So, yeah, part of it is because of the tracking, but also it's because Top Gun Maverick is going to appeal to a certain demographic. Jurassic World Dominion is going to appeal Okay, well, my browser just died, so uh, <laughs> I have no idea if the stream went out or not, but I'm back. Uh, let's see, Zev153, welcome here. Uh, the R, welcome. So, anyway, <laughs> unfortunately, all the chats got wiped. I have no idea. The browser just died, and now it's back. That's all I that that's all I know. <laughs> but unfortunately, the chats did get wiped, so I'm not going to be able to highlight them. But let me go ahead then, because unfortunately, that meant that some super chats got wiped. So let me go ahead and, and shout out then Ingrid Plaza. Thank you for the ten dollars super chat. Says I think the new Thor movie will be a great barometer for Disney's box office success. Taika Waititi is a great filmmaker, and Thor is an OG Marvel character. Critics and fans will likely both love it. Well, again, that is the big question. Will critics and f- will critics and fans love it? I see a world where critics love it. I see a world where audiences are split. And I honestly, I think this is the future of the MCU. I think the future of the MCU is that 
critics are going to go through films that they love and films that they hate, but the audiences are almost always going to be split to a certain level and to a certain extent, so much so that they start to, again, see that that law of diminishing returns, and they start to see those numbers really start to, to, uh, to weigh down. That's what I think is going to happen. So, yeah, the R said it went out. No, no, so, I, again, my browser went out completely, and so I'm not surprised at all that anyone... Uh, had a, a loss there. But yeah, Ingrid Plaza, I totally agree. I think that Thor Love and Thunder, that is going to be definitely the barometer. But we have no numbers at this point because that movie, I don't believe, comes out until what, July? So we still have a long ways to go. And obviously that means that the box office recovery is going to be in full swing at that point. You'll have had Top Gun Maverick out, Jurassic World Dominion out, amongst others set to come out this summer. So, lots of stuff going on. Jake the Movie Geek, thank you for the $5 super chat. Let me go ahead and, uh, unfortunately, I can't highlight it, but he says, Hey, Odin, I recently had a seizure. I've had them since I was 10. I'd appreciate any prayers. Jake the Movie Geek, absolutely sending prayers your way, man. Sorry that you've had to deal with that. Um, But I guess it's one of those things, too, where because you've had to deal with it, you prepared or have, you know, have preparations for it, know how to deal with it, know how to handle it. So, you can at least, you know, you know, thank God that it's not something out of the blue um, that you've never dealt with before, but obviously still serious situation. Um, I've seen us at a school I used to work at. I actually had to witness a, a student go into a seizure and it's a scary, scary thing. Um, and so definitely praying for you, man. Definitely praying for you. Let's see here. We got Justin Proper also just coming in. So let me go ahead. I think I can highlight his because I think his came in more recently. Yes. All right. So Justin Proper. What's going on, Justin Proper? Or Ginevra. Thank you for the $5. Says a super chat. Says, I wore aviator shades into work and cute girls have called me Top Gun because of it. Heck yeah, I want this movie to gross over a billion. I do too. I don't see it. Bro, I, I I would love for Top Gun Maverick to be the top grossing film of the year. And I haven't even seen it yet. But just based on the review from Jeremy Johns, who said he'd buy it on 4K, he said it's not a perfect film, story-wise, which, hey, <laughs> the original's not a perfect film either. Let's just be honest. The first film is not the best of stories. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of cringy and cheesy in a lot of ways, right? The whole, take my breath away, like all those sequences. So I'm kind of expecting that. But no one's going to see it for that. No one's going to see it for that. No one rewatches the old Top Gun for, for those things. They rewatch it because of the highway to the danger zone. That's why they do it. And that's why I'm going to see it. Because I want to see those inside real jets, actors actually inside jets that are being flown. And I want to see eventually the behind the scenes of how they got that going. So I would love to see it make a billion. I would. But if it's domestic at this point is only expected to tap out at max $400 million. I don't know if this film makes $600 million worldwide. I really don't. I really don't. Anyway, if anyone had left a message over on DLive, I do apologize because everyone's messages got wiped. So let me go ahead and let's pull up the old let's pull up the old DLive chat. See if I've missed anything going on over there. 
Let us see. All right, I need to toggle the timestamp. I don't know why it's not toggled on. There we go. Let's see. So Daniel Thorne had said, if a guy can vape while driving while he is on the stand during the Depp Heard trial, you can do a car video. It's easy. Yeah, sure, bud. Because <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> uh, by the way, low watermark. Thank you for the $25 super chat. Just says dot, dot, dot. Well, thank you. I do appreciate it very, very much. All right, let's get back to... Actually, before we get back to the chat, since I don't know if if the outage is going to happen again, let's go ahead and, and, and let's, let's look at some numbers here. All right, let's look at some numbers. All right. So, firstly, here we go. So, this is from Box Office Pro. You all know I use this site quite a bit. And uh, some exciting news here for Tina. I know Tina is very excited about this news. And that's that Downton Abbey... A new era, the Downton Abbey film, the Downton Abbey film sequel, technically, is coming out this weekend, expected to make 17 to 21 million opening, 48 to 65 million by the end of its run, which based off of the previous film's budget means this film is on its way to making some money. So congrats, there's a film that Tina cares about, (laughs) and it looks like it'll be making some money. There's also the movie Men coming out, and this is one where I just don't know how to feel about it because the trailer had me intrigued until the title came out. The title coming out for this film made me go, ooh, this could be really bad. You have this woman that's being terrorized by all male characters, and then the title of the movie is called Men? I don't know about that. And again, this is from a director that's hit and miss. He's made an excellent film, which is Ex Machina, and he's made a terrible film in what is called Annihilation. So, who knows? Not to mention, of course, not to mention, of course, that Annihilation has a lot of, let's just say, uh, male feminist overtones would be the most uh, appropriate way of explaining it. So someone asked about Bob's Burgers, expected to make seven to twelve million opening, sixteen to thirty-two million by the end of its run domestically. Don't know the budget for the film. That doesn't seem all that strong, though. To me, at least, it doesn't seem all that strong to me. Let me see if I can uh, try and find. Okay, no, this is just for the for the show. Let's see. All right, here's the movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, it's not looking good. It is not looking good. So the budget is projected to be between 60 and $70 million, and Bob's Burgers is expected to make 16 to 32 domestic. I do not think that film is going to make much of anything internationally. I, I don't see how that film makes any money. I'm just being honest. doesn't look good for that. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, as I had mentioned, it's around a $200 million film. So making 275 to $395 million domestically. Very likely the film's going to make at least $500 million internationally. So that looks pretty good. And then Dominion, as I said, uh, is going to be the is one is going to it's going to be one of the biggest films of the summer. That's what I think. I think uh, Doctor Strange 2 is going to cross a billion 
I think that it still has a very strong chance of doing so. And I'll show you why in a second. And then I think that Jurassic World Dominion is, uh, if the numbers hold, of course, that's always the caveat if these numbers hold, also has a very good chance of making a billion as well. But let's talk about the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So when we compare this film to some other films that have come out this year or come out in the past, you'll see something. So as of right now, after about 11 days of release, Doctor Strange is at $703 million worldwide. Spider-Man No Way Home made $1.8 billion. All right, this film, Doctor Strange, not going to get that. No way. The original Doctor Strange, when adjusted for inflation, made around $717 million. So again, in about a day or two, this film is going to pass that of the original movie. That already, by most standards, if I had made a film, you know, what, six years ago, and I released a sequel, and the sequel did better than the original, that's a win. That's a victory in and of itself. Especially since it's not going to be just barely beating it. By the end of this coming weekend, the movie could easily be over $800 million. If, if again, the numbers hold. And that'll be the interesting thing to watch. Over the next few days, the film is going to beat The Batman. And remember, The Batman was a film I thought, after its opening weekend, had the potential to get a billion. But the second weekend drop was was quite drastic. And more so than that, the opening weekend, that was where the difference for The Batman came into play. Because The Batman especially when I was talking about it as a billion-dollar potential, was based off of the initial estimates that were going out, but they over-projected it. So they over-projected the opening weekend. And because the opening weekend numbers came in a lot smaller than what they had expected, that meant that the, the big drops that it saw were that much more significant. Because when you have big drops off of a smaller-than-expected opening versus large drops off of a larger-than-expected opening, you can see how Doctor Strange is in a much better position here by the fact that it's already going to be making more than the Batman did. Both of the which, by the way, not the greatest of films. I would say on paper the Batman is a better film. However, <laughs> I don't know necessarily if that's a compliment, if anything. But... These are the numbers that I'm looking at. As of right now, it's at $703 million. But let's look at something else. Let's look at this film in comparison to the original film. Because I do think that it is telling. The first Friday, 90 versus 34. 57 versus 33. 38 versus 22. If you're noticing a trend, it's that this new film is making about twice as much as what the original film did. You go far down as the second Monday numbers, and you're seeing a similar trend, almost twice as much. In some cases, a little less than twice. But if that trend continues, again, 164 versus 297, if that trend continues, and we look at almost double the number, this is just the domestic number, by the way, then it makes complete sense that the original Doctor Strange, which ended its domestic run at 246, Whereas right now, the second film is at 297, 
it makes complete sense that this film has a good chance of getting close to $500 million just domestically. You add on top of that the fact that this film is already at $406 million internationally, and it's very it's very likely that it makes at least another $100 million internationally. Hopefully you understand and recognize why I have such a strong feeling of this film getting to the billion-dollar mark. Again, part of it is numbers and projection. Part of it is history. Part of it is comparisons. And again, this doesn't make the films that are being discussed here necessarily good. I would argue the first Doctor Strange film was fun. I liked it a lot. I would argue that No Way Home was good. I liked it a lot. It's uh, a film actually that's gotten me back to rewatching the old Andrew Garfield films because my wife and I were watching No Way Home. And we had talked beforehand about how I wanted her to see the Andrew Garfield films because I thought it would be really important for her to kind of get an understanding about why that character and why that characterization is very hated among a lot of people. And um, and also the arc then that the character and really the actor goes through in No Way Home. But we started watching No Way Home anyway, just kind of out of random stance. And then all of a sudden we got to a point in the film where we were about to, like, all of a sudden the villains were showing up. And I was like, all right, I want to pause the film here. I really think that we should stop now and we should instead go back and rewatch. So basically we, we got about maybe 20 minutes into No Way Home when I said, all right, we're 20 minutes in. But let's go back and rewatch two other films <laughs> first. We also watched a recap of the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man films too. Cause she, cause she was remembering some things, but because it's been years since she's seen the original films. Um, but it was a lot of fun just the whole way it happened. So we watched already the amazing Spider-Man. We're about halfway through the amazing Spider-Man two. And uh, let's just say it's going exactly how I planned or not exactly how I thought it would. uh, Because she was like, wait a minute. Is, is that Jamie Foxx? (laughs) <laughs> oh and it was fantastic it was great so anyway um I, so again i really like no way home and it's it's really fun going back and rewatching these older films and they they don't hold up very well but it does make me just appreciate that much more what they were able to do yes it was nostalgia yes i know that but i'm sorry man they did a better job with andrew garfield spider-man and no way home than they did ever in, in, in the Mark Webb Spider-Man films. So, anyway, getting back to the original point, though. Doctor Strange 2 versus Doctor Strange 1. Right now, it's tracking about, you know, to the point where it's making about twice as much in, in the daily numbers. And if that holds, if that continues, what we're going to see is we're going to see this film hit a billion. And that's what this film's doing that the Batman film didn't do. And I think that this will also be similar to what Jurassic World Dominion will do. So I think Doctor Strange 2 makes a billion. I see Jurassic World Dominion maybe even making more money than Doctor Strange. We'll have to wait and see. That's still a ways out. But anyway, those are the numbers. Hopefully you found it interesting and fascinating. Let's go ahead and go back to the live chat. Thank you all very much for dealing with the blip. I got blipped for a second. Forever Sci-Fi says here, Odin caught with Gary and Azad today. There's something going on. Oh, wait, did something happen to them too? 
Snorpipus Cuber says, weird image. I thought we had been transported to Oz. It was an image? Interesting. Fema, fear of FEMA, what's going on? Internet has been sus today. Interesting. Everything is still okay. The stream isn't dead or anything like that. Okay. That is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, they use stream. They use StreamYard. I use Restream. I use the Restream Studio. The video quality isn't as good as if... You know, I used to stream via OBS, and I love OBS. I still use OBS. I'm using it as a virtual camera, actually, right now, <laughs> which is what allows me to do all this other stuff. Um, but it just it's just so much easier, and I feel like the stream is a little bit more consistent, and I feel that the places that get the stream can handle it a bit better than when I send it out via OBS. I might go back to OBS directly streaming one, uh, again one day and go back to the, the 60 FPS, beautiful, crispy cream I don't know why I said Krispy Kreme, Krispy Clear image. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Tina said in the live chat that you saw a picture of um, of Asgard. Yeah, so, okay, this is a choice that I'm making right now, okay? Because this is my background, all right? This is my background, all right? I'm going to blip out, but this is by choice. So if that's what you saw, then all that means is, yeah, the browser went haywire, but at least the stream was still going on. So that's nice. At least that was going on. <laughs> Christian Bale. Odin died and came back less than three days. Now, now. Now, now. Uh, there he is. Alice McCarthy, the man, the myth, the legend. Dude, praying for you, man. Hope you recover quickly. He says, howdy. Odin, how's it going? How's Thor? Next surgery Friday, and I'm doing better than Doctor Strange uh, 2. Dude, if you're doing better than Doctor Strange 2, then you're doing amazing. If you heard what I just said. Because Doctor Strange 2 is doing very well. <laughs> Again, I, I don't think people quite understand. You know, I think sometimes we let our... And I know I, I'm guilty of this, too. We let our hatred for studios, for franchises, for movies, cloud our judgment. But at the end of the day, $703 million worldwide is really, really good. Like, that's, that's a really strong number. In fact, let me, uh, let me go ahead and uh, let me punch that into my, to my chart. Let, let, let me punch that into my chart. Because based on the more recent numbers I had projected this past weekend, that it had a worldwide drop of 65%, but its minimum projection, and this is assuming that what it's made so far, if, if what it's made so far is 70% of its entire run, it ends at 982. So it gets close to a billion. And I don't think it's going to have those kind of drops. I think it's going to be closer to 60% drop every single weekend. That's what I think. That's what I think is going to happen. But the range I have is between 982 million and 1.3 billion. With the profits being anywhere between 289 million and 525. And that's just net game profit. But based off of the current numbers, let me plug in, plug in this new number here. It's made $122 million in net gain profits. All right, the movie the movie's doing very well. So I actually hope that's what you meant. Because if you are doing better than Doctor Strange is, then you're doing very well. And that makes me very happy. But I am praying for you, brother. Thanks for checking in. Let's see. The R says, it's a conspiracy. Both as and Gary had issues at the BBC today. Conspiracy. Physics Channel Kenny Lee says, Odin, were the new Jurassic Park World movies any good? The first movie was... Eh, it was fine. It wasn't good. 
But it was, it was you know, popcorn fodder, I guess, is the way I would describe it. It was fun. Uh, but it, it's a it's an easily skippable movie, you know? That's, that's how I would describe it. It's a film that a lot of people enjoyed. It's a film that a lot of people, I think, could never watch again and be totally happy with their life, you know? So, and then the second film came out, and I remember seeing the trailers for it, and it looked terrible. And I think I've actually seen it. But I can't remember, and I think that that should be an indication of how bad that film is, the second one. It came to the point where even Colin Trevorrow, who's the like the mind behind the the Jurassic World films, even apologized. He he pulled a Jeff Jeff Fowler like for Sonic. He apologized to the fans. So um, yeah, we'll see if he's able to fix any of the issue any of the issues. Low watermark again. Thank you for that super chat from earlier, man. I do appreciate it. Wanted to make sure I could highlight it, give you the love you deserve. Jake, thank you for the heart, man. Again, praying for your brother. Uh, let's see. Forever Sci-Fi, his member, says, These days, basic stories are good enough as long as the movie is not woke. Our standards have been lowered. And that's something that I've been trying to fight. I've been fighting this since the Tomorrow War. Yeah, I'm going to bring up old bad blood uh, from the channel. Um... I I thought The Tomorrow War was not a good film. And yet, so many people who I'm friends with, people who I, who I would call friends, so many people who are, uh, who are great, great people, defended it and said it was great. And the number one reason every single time, the, number, the first thing out of almost every single one of their mouths was, well, at least it wasn't woke or, hey, it wasn't woke. And it drove me crazy because I was like, no, we, we can't, we cannot just let that be our standard. We cannot just let that be our standard because guess what? There are films out there. There are films like Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a great film, a solid film. And from what I can remember, not a whole lot of wokeness in it, at least not overt. So, again, there are good films out there. They unfortunately tend to be the films, though, that either we don't see or we never even hear about. Sadly. Vincent Womack tagged to say, Mighty Wings is better song for Top Gun, Normie. Shake my head. No. Danger Zone is the better song. Get out of here. Get out of here with that nonsense. How dare you? How dare you? See, Evan S. says, maybe you see Ryan Cadell as an extra in Top Gun Maverick. Hey, he would fit. He would totally fit the narrative, that's for sure. Speaking of uh, RK Outpost, shout out to RK Outpost, shout out to Geeks and Gamers. Guys, Megacon is this weekend. I'm going to be driving to Orlando. That's insane. So I'll be uh, leaving early Friday, getting in probably afternoon. So I think we're doing, uh, I think we're going to try and do from our undisclosed location, we're going to try and do a group, um, uh, a group stream for Friday night tights. So all streaming from the same location. So let's just say things could get tight, could get tight. Very, very excited. And, um, you know, I'm going to be bringing some, some, some of my audio equipment with me. Uh, I got a camera that I can bring to on loan. Like there's just a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of fun stuff that's going to happen. So again, Megacon this weekend. Um, don't get too excited, Stephanie B. 
because I might I might still stream Saturday. I don't know if I'll be able to stream Saturday, but I might. Um, I don't know if we're gonna do a group stream together on Saturday. I know that again for Friday night sites, I think we're all just gonna try and have like we're all gonna be in the same location, connected in the same place. Um, if we can make it work, if not, then we might just be streaming from the same place, but just different <laughs> different parts of the house. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's very exciting stuff. Very very excited. And then I'm almost 100 percent going to the was a Dallas meetup. Almost 100 percent on the Dallas meetup. Uh, going for the uh, the con there as well. Where I know Gary will be, Quarter Black will be. I know that there's already a. Um, I don't know if the location's been announced yet, but I know that there will be a fan meet up there too. So that'll be fun. So lots of traveling. Um, let's just say I'll be bringing some of my books too. Get some reading done. Uh, John Evan Bear. I think Jurassic World 3 will be bigger because of the member berries. I think so too. I think so too. It won't just be member berries, though. I do think that there is a lot of stuff going on uh, that is helping to support the film. And I do think that, as I mentioned previously, I do think that the Colin Trevorrow, hey, fans, I hear you, and I hear your frustrations, I think that will go a long way. I really do. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says, why is there a Bob's Burger movie? That's a great question. I'm 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 sure that people who are fans of Bob's Burgers might like the fact that there's a movie. Having never watched it, I don't know. Uh, there is Tina, Empress of the Universe. I have my Downton Abbey tickets. Frag WandaVision 2.0 and Bloat and Blunder. Hey, whatever makes you happy, Tina. Uh, J. Rod the Beer Guru hanging out over on D Live. Long time no see, brother. Matthew Heyman, thank you for the two dollar Sasa Super Chat. Says, have you watched the trailer for She-Hulk? I've not. Apparently, people were calling it Shrek 5, and I got confused because I thought, wait, there's a Shrek 5 that's been announced? That's news to me. And context once again, once again ruled the day. John Evan Bear says, I sense a politically, uh, politically driven, uh, a politically agenda-driven movie with a title called Men. Yeah, so, so do I. Again, I remember in the theater watching the trailer, and I was taking some notes on it, too, and I was like, oh, this looks awesome. This looks great. Oh, man. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the same dude. This this is Alex Garland, the same guy that did uh, Annihilation, which 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 sucked, but he also did Ex Machina, which was awesome. I don't know. And uh, uh, Steph Stephanie B, I see you in the live chat. By the way, I see you in the live chat. Some people may not know this about me, but I was I was a temporary resident of Texas for an entire semester of my high school life. People forget, I was a junior in high school when Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, and we went to Texas. I lived in Houston, Texas, so don't you talk to me about not being ready for Texas. I lived Texas life. I lived that Texas life for several months. I also lived that California life for an even longer period of time. I've talked more about that, but yeah, I lived in California for nine months, lived in New York for like four years technically with with college oh yeah i lived in houston i lived in houston texas <laughs> she says ew 
How can you possibly say anything bad about anything in Texas? I thought everything was better in Texas. Uh, G-Man, what is going on? Welcome. Uh, let's see. Thunderduck. Thunderduck, bro, I, I responded to your comments on Odyssey. You didn't tag me in this one. Um, but he, he wants just to remind everyone the amazing Spider-Man. He wants people to watch the trailers, then the movie, and then the deleted scenes after, which shows Mark's vision. The problem is, is that what we got is the only film that exists. There is no other cut of the film. There might be deleted scenes, but those are just deleted scenes. Those are not, that is not another movie. Because those are just extra scenes that exist in addition to the other scenes that already exist, which have their own problems. So unless there is a Snyder Cut situation where you're talking about 75% or more of a movie that you haven't seen, it's, I think it's just a defensive argument that doesn't hold ground, that doesn't hold water, man. And again, I appreciate, I appreciate your passion for it, bro. I really do. And I'm totally open to watching those. I'm totally open to watching those additional clips. I've got the 4K set of both films that has the, the extra a Blu-ray with extra features on it. Totally willing to, to watch that. But that does not change what we actually get. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. Bacon Von Meatwitch, welcome to the channel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says, Who spends $70 million on a show that wouldn't have been noticed if not for The Simpsons and Family Guy? I think that's a fair point. Forever Sci-Fi, With the rate of inflation, Odin will have to redo the numbers by the end of the show. Very true. Yeah, um, the numbers that for inflation, I don't know how the... I don't know how the the site the numbers does their, their does their inflation numbers specifically. Typically, if I'm doing them myself, there's like there's a site that is a it's a inflation generator, and that one typically gets pretty accurate. But yeah, it's a very good point. Tad's girl, what's going on? Welcome back to the channel. Appreciate it, Super Anime Gamer. Hey, what's up, my dude? What's going on? Double back again. What's going on? Welcome. Good, sir. Cacao and Cookies Minion back in the chat. Hail to you. G-Man, thank you for the $5. Says, super chat. Says, after adjusting for Bidenflation, Doctor Strange 2 is going to make $47. Have some humble pie, Odin. <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know. And actually, it would... Mm, yes and no. I think it would be... I think it would be more accurate to say that the older film will go up in value because if today's number is like that standard and what it used to so i don't know inflation's a tricky a tricky beast so i won't even try to go into it because i'm not i'm not an economist just like that one woman's not a biologist i'm not i'm not i'm not an economist (laughs) oh man oh man Let's see. Uh, Hardwick, I had to say, to me, Doctor Strange 2 felt a built like coloring book in the sense that it felt like Marvel drew the lines and only allowed Sam Raimi to add some color between the lines. Oh, no question about it. It's not a Sam Raimi film. The The, the best parts of the film are the Sam Raimi cuts, like or rather the, the Sam Na- Sam Raimi scenes. And so that's why, going back to Thunderduck's comment, if, if what you're saying is that the best scenes in the movie are the ones that are not in the movie... And are the extra ones, hey, I totally understand that. 
but it doesn't take away the rest of the scenes. It doesn't take away the rest of the movie. Similar to how for Doctor Strange 2, the best parts are the ones that feel like Sam Raimi. Like there's horror elements, for instance, that are in the film that are a lot of fun that I like a lot. Um, there are other Sam Raimi-isms that, that are in the film that I thought were fun. That's that's pretty much the only positive things I can really say about the movie. See, if I was sci-fi, I'm with Drunk 3PO. I want to see a handyman movie. Um, <laughs> this is actually true. I want to. See, I, I know this is a different comic universe, but I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I want, I want, and I need, for one, Swamp Thing to be uh, to be renewed because Swamp Thing was fantastic. Got killed way before its time. And two, I want for all the people that worked on Swamp Thing's visual effects, especially building that practical suit, to be a part of and make a Clayface movie or show. Either way, I'll be happy. Don't ask me why. I just have always been I've always been intrigued by Clayface ever since watching Batman the Animated Series. Fast 328. Welcome. Nearside Cyclops says, yeah, after the second crash, Gary said he was firing StreamYards. Yeah, StreamYards always I feel like StreamYards perpetually has issues. I mean, don't get me wrong, Restream's not perfect. It had the blip earlier, but I feel like I have a lot less issues with stream with uh, Restream than I do with uh, than than we've had with StreamYards. The the other thing too is that the thing that drives me crazy about StreamYards is that when people are sharing screens or coming in, there's like this weird echoing that happens and it drives me crazy. It drives me nuts. I haven't noticed that on um I haven't noticed that on uh Restream. Forever Sci-Fi, as computer died today, his chat dropped a surprise in his living room. Carrie fired StreamYards. Man, oh man, oh man. Let's see, Hardwick coming back with another one. Let's see. Elizabeth Olsen told Collider she wasn't in any of the reshoots. All she had to do was record some new lines, ADR. The reshoots didn't affect her story arc. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. A lot of people were like, but the reshoots, those cost money. Yes, they do. But not enough for it to make that much of a difference. I mean, when you're starting with a base of $200 million, I mean, unless you're reshooting it, like, the only time that we've ever actually seen a budget explode... And they had to report it because of, you know, IRS and stuff, was Solo. Like, that film originally cost, what, under $100 million or so? And then by the end of the, by the, end of the numbers, by the end of the, the reshoots, because they, what, they had shot 75% of the film, and then Kathleen Kennedy, like an idiot, decided to fire uh, Lord and Miller and have the entire thing reshot. And it ballooned the budget to two seventy five to three hundred million dollars. So, you know that's an example of a of a budget being ballooned. Doctor Strange reshoots doesn't sound like any of the reshoots that would have been made would have been enough to boost it that much. I would say the most I would be willing to give would be maybe two hundred to two fifty. As far as the budgets go, and even at two fifty, the film still is is at its break even point. It's it still makes money, you know. So it's uh, yeah. Again, I think sometimes we try and see the things we want to see. Gomer Cal seventy nine is a member. Hail to you! Uh, not too far away, brother. Not too far away, as you know, Chattanooga area, brother. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Reaper. But, but, American Chavez, oh, don't forget the message, buddy. She is the second coming of Brie Larson, only better. <laughs> okay, I think we can at least admit that, at least admit this much. The actress that plays America Chavez is much more tolerable than Brie Larson. We can, I, th- I think we can at least agree to that, right? Right? Vincent Womack says, it's not fair. Doctor Strange 2 is pulling in numbers from other realities. Cheaters. Hey, that's a fair point. That is a very fair point. Sodeby says, hey, but is the box office take into account the ad merch and all that, just ticket sales? That's another good point, Stephanie B. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But again, those are other revenue streams. So that actually would go into the favor of places and companies like Disney and other major studios. It would also go into the favor of, of some of the smaller stuff, too. And that's why it's not, an, it's not an exact science. And I've never said it's an exact science. All I can say is, okay, here's what the box office side of it looks like. Here's how much they spent on the film, how much money the film got, how much they get from the film, how much is left over. And that's why I only ever focus on that. Because there have sometimes been people saying, yeah, but you're forgetting about this, 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 and this. It's like, if I wanted to go into every single revenue stream that is made by a film, I would go insane. My already complicated chart would be even more insanely complicated. (laughs) And that's why typically I'll add on and say, hey, the film is close enough to probably make its money back through Blu-ray 4K sales or other revenue streams that might exist. Unless you have access to their books, there really isn't a way to know exactly how much money is made or not. Dan Blackroyd says, Does it ever frustrate you when people you associate with misrepresent the facts to push a narrative to the fan base like with Doctor Strange? Well, because I won't speak to anyone and anyone within my circle just because I have nothing bad to say about them. Because everything that I've seen, it was just accurate. You know, I know that, uh, for instance... And this was funny because uh, Jeremy actually shared this with me. So when I did my box office breakdown video for Geeks and Gamers, someone left a comment with like, why is this guy on the channel? You just had a video the other day where you talked about the huge drop-off, blah, 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 blah. And Jeremy very politely responds in his typical Jeremy fashion uh, by saying, by, by pointing out the fact that he said in the video within like the first few seconds that he still thinks the movie's going to make money. So it's <laughs> so it's like he he made the video about the 82% drop on the Friday and hey anyone can make a video on that because that is a legitimately high number and that was indicative of the differences between weekends. I think it was a misreading of it, but at the same time, he still admitted that the film was still likely going to make money and sure enough, it's it's already making money. So Again, that's what we have to understand is it's one thing if someone's making a click a clickbait video where they are they are like gaslighting and lying. It's another where someone's taking advantage of a a very big headline, which by the way, Deadline was using, Hollywood was Hollywood reporter was using, every mainstream media outlet was using. That's so it's not just a YouTuber thing. Even the mainstream media was jumping all over that 82% number. So it's one thing to do it and just like to, you know, make stuff up, which no no one to my knowledge as far as the people that I'm connected with did versus the alternative, right? So, yeah. So I, I wouldn't say I'm frustrated by anyone because I don't know of anyone that, that did what you had said or indicated. 
See, uh, Bruce has second Jurassic World movie. The adults let a children release dinosaurs into the populace. Yep. That was a movie that happened, and that was a plot point of a movie that happened. I'm going to see the new Jurassic Park movie because they are bringing back Sam Neill and the other original cast. Physics Gerald Kenny Lee falling for the member berries, but you know what? I understand it. I get it. I get it, man. We all fall for the member berries. J-Rod the Beer Guru dropped a Ninja Gini over on D-Live. Oh, man. He says here, wishing you all the best in Orlando. Cheers. Well, Captain J-Rod the Beer Guru, thank you, good sir. I appreciate your love, and I appreciate your Ninja Gini donation, man. You rock, brother. Thank you. Daniel Thorne says, Top Gun 2 only has an hour of IMAX expanded ratio. Where did the rest of the footage go? So far, none of the new songs are good. I haven't listened to the soundtrack, so I'll, I'll probably wait for the film itself. I hear the opening is very Top Gunny, so that has me excited. And um, an hour of IMAX expanded, well, in a film that's about two hours long, that means half the film. And if that means that, and I'm pretty, I, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think a lot of the if not all of the inside the jet shots or IMAX stuff, which is just insane to me that they were able to get that, that, that kind of technology inside of an actual jet. Um, but if that means that, wait, if you're telling me that half the film or a third of the film is going to be from the inside of a jet, count me in brother, count me in. Cause that's, that's what I'm looking into. Uh, favorite sci-fi. Do you have your road trip playlist ready? I don't. I don't. I do have already a ton of videos on my watch later list on uh, for YouTube. So I got tons of stuff there, and I've got podcasts to listen to. I've got I already got stuff from like previous trips. I I just need to get things you know, actually you know down. Uh, let's see, Papacati, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. Again, if you have a comment or question, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment at Odin. Let's know you're trying to get my attention. It lights up for me. And, of course, if you are a member on the channel, one of the perks of being a member is that you don't have to do the tag. Snorbubus Cuber says, I won't be in Orlando because the smell of rats offends me, but I'll wave over here from the West Coast. Dang, son. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be in Vegas in October. I can say that for sure. So, for anyone who's already planning to go on the next Vegas one, one, Vegas just does not come across as a place that I would want to be anyway. But two, I, uh, one is that two, how to get there. Cause I'd rather drive, but that's a, that's a long, long drive from Tennessee. Um, let alone flighting flights, but also it's in October, which is the very beginning of the school year. And that's the time that I can never go. That's why I'm incredibly excited that there's events going on in Orlando and Dallas. Yes, exactly. 70B in the live chat says, Vegas is not for you. I agree. Orlando? I've been to Orlando before. You know, I've done I've done the Disney World and the Universals and all that stuff. So, much more my speed. And going with a, a lot of awesome people. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Very excited. It's, it's you know, it's one of those things where we've, we've been told that, uh, we have been told that, you know, hey, we're going to be there to to, to, to to do work. And that just has me excited because it means that we'll be creating content, that it's going to be the focus. I think that all of us can, like, learn from each other. And 
there's something magical about all of us being in the same place at the same time and not just talking over, you know, webcams. Uh, it's a trap productions. Greetings, my lord. I've returned to Asgard after a lengthy time away. I hope things have been good. It's trap. Welcome back. Rosie G12. AFK. It has been a while, J-Rod, but I'm glad you're back. And as I mentioned to Stephanie B, I've lived in Texas, actually. For months, but still, hey, counts. Had had a Texas address. First Angel, what's going on? Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, We got Gary addicted to Babylon 5. Hopefully he won't forget he's got to travel. Oh, boy, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Doing a lot of traveling this summer because I'm also doing a trip to New Orleans at one point as well. By the way, thank you to the mods for taking care of that troll for, again, obsessing over <laughs> comments that I've already condemned <laughs> because I don't care who says what comments. If, if they're stupid comments like that, they're worthy of condemnation. Oh, man. Someone with the channel name Democrats suck. Yeah. It was a very expensive experience for an efficiency, and this was back many years ago. This is like well over a decade ago. For an efficiency, which if you know what an efficiency apartment is, it's nothing. It's all in the same room. The bedroom, kitchen, everything. All one tiny room, and then a a little small room for the bathroom. Over $900 a month. Uh, Let's see, 70B. Oh, man. I lived off of, it's the main road. It's one of the main roads in Houston. And I for, I for, I've forgotten it, but I'm sure if you, you've mentioned it and you know what I'm talking about, like there's one road where it's like, it stretches all the way down to like the Galleria. Um, but I lived, an, uh, I lived in an apartment complex off of the main road or one or one of the main roads. Let's see. Uh, I, no one tagged me in this one, but yes, I did live in a FEMA trailer for a short while. I did live in a FEMA trailer. It was uh, during the transition period back from Texas to, to New Orleans. Because our, our house didn't get too much water in it, but it got enough to where it had to be gutted. Let's see. Hardwick says, as Yasmin Finney will be playing a black transgender Ross, uh, sorry, black transgender Rose uh, Rose Tyler, shouldn't that mean we also get Nathan Fillion as a super straight Captain Jack Harkness? Oh, wait. It only goes one way. It does only go one way. And yeah, just when you thought that maybe, just maybe, uh, Doctor Who might might actually have a comeback. Nope. That didn't last long at all. Super says, yeah, man, has me conflicted. Cinematography looks beautiful, but it looks art house for me. Yep, yes, it does. And that's kind of his style. And a- after Annihilation, I just don't trust him, man. I really don't. See, Orange Hour Views as a member says, first alternate cut of a movie that I know of was Superman 2 Richard Donner cut. Another good alternative uh, tut was uh, Days of Future Past, the road cut. Yeah, I-, I have the road cut. I've never actually watched it myself. Um, yeah, one that is a good, one that's usually like a staple of movie fans is Kingdom of Heaven. That director's cut is known to be great. Of course, the final cut for Blade Runner is, is very well known as well. Jake Ironside, thanks for tagging. Hey, I'll just watch The Northman. Glad I don't live in the Viking age. Yeah, seriously, man. And again, I didn't, I didn't hate the film, but it just wasn't really my cup of tea. 
Gilmer Kyle says, so is Gone with the Wind still number one all-time adjusted? I believe so. When you think about how many tickets were sold for that movie, it's it's kind of insane. But last I checked, I want to say it it is still all-time inflation. Forever Sci-Fi says here, reshoots only cost a lot of money when you have to CGI out a mustache or redo an entire Star Wars movie. Yes! So not only the uh, solo reference, but yeah, the CGI'd out mustache. That was the worst. And you, you okay, yeah. You want to know one of the many reasons why I can't stand Zack Snyder or the Zack Snyderverse? That decision right there. Gosh, what it was? What garbage? Let's see. Hardwick, second Jurassic World movie would have probably been better if it had been directed by Colin Trevorrow. Don't see how the third one can fix much as a stupid clone girl will be in it. Well, you never know. Sometimes they can take stupid ideas and, and make them work. It, it has happened before. I'm sure that it can happen again. But we'll, we'll, we'll of course, have to wait and see. See, Gomer Kyle, who is a member. Are y'all talking about Damon Wayans living color handyman? <laughs> I have no idea. Someone else brought up uh, Drunk 3PO bringing it up. GMagazine 6, hello to you. Hello. Hello there. How are thou? Darkside Droids, thank you for the $5. That's a super chat. No message. But I appreciate the super chat donation. Means a lot. Uh, let's see. Roger Ryder, welcome to the channel. <coughs> Excuse me. Starting to lose my voice. You know what I do have? And it's actually perfect timing that I just said that because someone just sent one over on uh, uh, over on DLive. Daniel Thorne, thank you for the ice cream donation. Because I do indeed have ice cream. I do indeed have ice cream. And I'm very, very excited. Very, very excited. And uh, and speaking of that, I don't even remember how to do this. It's been so long since I've been on DLive. Um, how, do I, how do I do a chest opening? I don't even remember how to do that. I don't even see the button for it. There used to be a, a button where I could do the chest opening, and I don't, I don't see it anymore. Oh, well. Maybe not today. Maybe today is not the day for that. But, yeah, I do appreciate y'all slowing down a little bit. I appreciate it a lot. All righty. Let us see. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bum. Looking for members or tags. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says, you should post videos on your trip where you go in and get your food done right just for Ryan. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm wondering what to do as far as vlogging is concerned because I'll have my vlogging camera with me. I'll obviously be willing to and, and wanting to do some vlogs. But it's like, do I post those on the main channel? Do I create a vlog channel um you know it's it wouldn't be right for the omb report channel because i do want that one to be a specific political one so but yeah i do definitely plan on uh, having some of it in there see master of gaming since you review the amazing spider-man movie i hope you i hope when i send you a few books and movies you could review some of them also i might see in september september i don't know what's going on in september um because, again, the only thing I know about what's going on around that time is 
in October, and that's Vegas, and I'm, I'm not going to Vegas. Um, so I don't know what September is, but probably won't be able to do any events then either because that's, again, when school starts, which is August for me, when school starts, I, I don't do trips. Um, unless it's like at a well-established point of the year and I only have to miss like a day, like a Friday, that's the only time that I can really make it work. But I don't feel right uh, missing school days. I'm kind of that perfect. I'm, I'm, I was a perfect attendance kid, and I'm, I'm like, I'm just like that now too. Um, but no, there's tons of other films that people have sent me, and I still need to watch a lot of them too. So I'll do the best that I can. Books, I can't really promise a whole lot on. Uh, my main focus is going to be um, reading books that are of a Catholic theological nature because I'm trying to grow in my knowledge of the subject to help lesson plan for next year and also just grow my own knowledge. Uh, let's see. Jan Tratt, my plan is to be in Dallas. I plan. So again, I'm about 95%. See, Harwick says, according to Midnight's Edge, Doctor Strange reshoots were to give Doctor Strange a character arc and make America Chavez likable. Supposedly, she was super snarky in the original cut. Yeah, but again, these are all reports. And again, this is not digging anyone, by the way. These are all reports. And until I can actually see some verifiable data, I can only go based on what's being reported as far as the actual numbers are concerned. Gomer Kyle, off topic, but what's new for me? Uh, but what's new for me, right? SummerSlam is in Nashville at Nissan this year. Well, I wish I still cared about the WWE, man, but I don't. I'm all, I'm all AEW, brother. Let's see, Jack, uh, John Evan Bear, after rewatching, after watching, rather, Doctor Strange 2, I'm not going opening weekend for Thor Love and Thunder, even if it has the Guardians of the Galaxy in the movie. Yeah. I do, I do definitely think that that is going to be an interesting thing, is that, you know, for those people that are like, well, screw Taika Waititi and, and, and Mighty Thor and all this other stuff, Chris Pratt's in the movie. Do you want to support Chris Pratt? I don't know. I don't know. Just something to think about. Favorite sci-fi. Odin is more of a Branson, Missouri guy. Is that true? Vincent Womack. Get out of here. You dirty, you dirty man. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Papa Cody, thanks for tagging at Odin. Uh, I don't think anyone argued whether it would make money. To me, the drop out of it is indicative of the fans falling for the bait and switch and not coming back. Well, again, we won't know that, though, until the other MCU films come out. Because at this point, we're still looking at a film that's doing a lot better than the original did. And so it grew its audience. It, it, it's already grown its audience. And that's talking specifically for Doctor Strange. Uh, G-Man. No, there's not. I'm originally from New Orleans. Let's see. It's a trap, says. Been good, my lord. Learned my life lessons, and I'm happy to return. Hope you and the family have been great. Love this community. Well, hey, it's a trap. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. I got about eight minutes, so if people could slow down on the tagging, I'd appreciate it. Especially long comments like this, Hardwick. You're, you're the main reason I lose my voice sometimes, but I love you anyway. Chris Gore was practically gushing over Talca Maverick on last Wednesday's Nerdrotic Nooner. He said it's fun, full of masculine energy, and influenced by Star Wars in the best way. Nice! Yeah, all the stuff that I've heard so far has been very uh, positive. So I'm hyped. I am so hyped. Visit Womack, efficiency living. I call it cardboard box. It might as well be. It might as well be. 
I think it is. Um, so Tina, I don't know. I'm sorry I started that comment, but yeah, I think that is the one. My Oscar isn't working out anymore. If it wasn't that, was it Black Swan? No, I, I forget what it was. I forget what she got it from. Anyway, Gomer Kyle, who's a member, says stupid questions. Hey trolls, that's my job. I'm stupid, so I'm an ex. Uh, so I'm an expectation. Well, thank you for that. No, you're not stupid. So Trap says, I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder. I felt like I lost brain cells watching Justice League. Still waiting for a good Mind of Superman because of Man of Steel was not it. I agree. But here's the thing. That was the best movie that he's done. Like, that that to me was the best film that he, that he did in that entire universe. Everything else after that was complete trash. BVS? Ugh. Justice League? Ugh. Don't even talk about the Snyder Cut. Diamond donation from Philly the Hobbit. Alan, thank you for the diamond donation. I appreciate it, man. Daniel Thorne says, chest is dead. They got rid of the chest. Then they killed their platform. That was like one of the only things that was that was keeping people watching the platform was that people could earn uh people could earn free crypto. They killed the chest. And it's been dead for a few months, he says. What? Again, I, I'm not over here very much. So, 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 <laughs> who's so who's still using this platform? I really would want to know. Uh, Hardwick says thoughts on Chicago 2002. I've only seen bits and pieces of it, but I I think it's incredibly overrated. Didn't that win Best Picture? I don't think it was a best picture worthy film from what I've seen. Chris from the 80s, welcome to the chat, good sir. All right, we're going to start to wrap things up here. Roger Ryder, thanks for tagging. Says, I would like to ask you to voice act a IGG trailer narration as Boomer Gary, you told me summer last time. Hail. IGG trailer. I mean, I would always be willing to 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 do something but what <laughs> i was confused uh great wood what's going on welcome just getting us towards the end of the stream Let's see goma kyle member says ryan's awesome i get him i hate to get my orders uh, i'm very vocal and if i'm pumping gas near a uh, live i always say anybody who voted for joe should pay <laughs> my no 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 see i'm not i'm not vocal at all I'm not vocal. Uh, I'm not vocal at all about that. So, yeah, that that's not me. I I don't like confrontation. I don't like any of that stuff. So that's why I'm glad that I'm 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 writing. I'm glad that I'm doing the road trip without <laughs> without someone like Ryan, because just like when I drove Jeremy around the city of New Orleans, it it, it just would make my anxiety go through the roof. So. Um, I might, I might do a, I might do a vlog getting an order just to be like, see what happens when you're nice and polite. Or if, guess what? If my order gets wrong, you know what my reaction will be? Huh? It happens. Now it's one thing if it's like, like for me, if the, if an order is slightly wrong, meaning like I asked for a plane and they put ketchup on it. I, I don't think that's a big deal. Now, if it's like I asked for a hamburger and they gave me a tuna salad, okay, I'm going to go in there at that point and be like, hey, there was a mix-up. I wanted a burger because I, I, I don't eat tuna salad. But anyway, 
Um, let's see. Sebby says, where in Dallas? I know the area can find the meetup. I don't know exactly, to be honest. Um, I don't have the uh, poster on me. But it's on the Twitters. We have been getting tagged in it and such. So, um, for the meetup at least. But I don't have it off the top of my head. And I don't have time to look look for it right now. Let's see. Harvick says, Superman CGI upper lip was creation so epic that it took Zack Snyder being fired, Joss Whedon being hired, and Tom Cruise forbidding Henry Cavill to shave to bring it into existence. I know, it's just like, it's one of the most amazing things in cinema of all time. There it is, Victor Fontaine for the win, yes. Is at Gators in Dallas. So if that means anything to anyone. Soul Assassin, I've already answered that. Um, Let us see. Let us see. And there is more information about it. The uh, There's more information about it. Dallas meetup at Gators on Market Street in Dallas. And I think it's the Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. So, could there be a first-time meeting of Odin and one of his Valkyries? <gasps> Stephanie B., the general? It could happen. Just ignore my first tag comment. That's okay, Papa. Oh, it's, well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I don't ask for a lot. I try and read as many comments as I can. But I do, I do ask that people at least tag because it helps me, helps my, helps my uh, fragile, broken mind. Indiegogo, I don't really do Indiegogo. I don't really do that kind of stuff. It's not my cup of tea. Forever Sci-Fi Ryan belongs in another waiting sequel. <laughs> yes, he does. No, he, he belongs in his own movie, and it's just called Ryan. That's what we need. We, hey, you're out of ideas, Hollywood. Make a film called Ryan, all about the life of Ryan from RK Outpost. That will sell like hotcakes. All right. Anyway, we're like right at the time to end the stream. So I want to say thank you to everybody for watching tonight. Hopefully we get a little bit more understanding of the box office as it relates to Doctor Strange. But also we talked about some future films. Talked about, of course, uh, films like one I'm incredibly excited for, Top Gun 2 Maverick, and what some people might be excited for, especially at least for nostalgia and uh, Jurassic World Dominion. But we also talked about a lot of other stuff. So I hope, whatever it is, that you found it fun, entertaining. Please make sure you show love to the Valkyries on the way out. They are amazing. And also make sure that you subscribe to them both, but especially Tina, as that is where uh, she hosts... That is where right now their their show is hosted for um, Soups to Nuts. Uh, Soup to Nuts. So Soup to Nuts this Friday, 8 p.m. on Tina's channel. Make sure you check it out. But anyway, thank you very much for your love, for your intent, for your intention, for your attention and for being amazing people, especially to my members. Rosie G, thank you for the safe travels. Yeah, so here's my schedule coming up. Leaving Friday morning. Should be getting down to Orlando around maybe four, three or four or so, which should be just in time for Friday Night Tights to start, I think. Um, so it should be on Friday Night Tights, and it should be a group of us. We'll see how that works. So I'll have to wait for all those details to be worked out. And then, yeah, I'll be at Orlando Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I'll be heading out Monday morning. So getting back on the road Monday morning. Uh, so if I'm able to stream Saturday, I will try. 
Um, I'll keep you all posted on that. So check the socials, check the Discord, and I will make sure to tag everybody in that and, and post all those things if that is indeed the case. And uh, then I'll be back for for a little while. And then a couple weeks after that, be driving to Dallas, which will be a much longer trip, a much longer trek, but uh, should be also as uh, a lot of fun. So anyway, thank you all very much for your love, for your attention, for your well wishes. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you for everyone that super chat tonight. It seriously does mean a lot. And uh, to everyone just for being here, smash the like button on the way out, light up fire button as well. Good night to my Odyssey fam. Good night to my DLive fam, YouTube fam, and Twitter fam. You guys are all amazing and beautiful. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. And as always, God bless. Before going any further, I wanted to give a very, very huge special shout out to one of my Valkyries, one of my longtime supporters, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for being a supporter and for being a mod on this channel. And now for a huge special shout out to all of my members who are at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above on Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals. So first on Patreon, Brandon, let's go Brandon, Christopher Bowman, Garrett Searles, Hymir Irie Hymason, Jacob from Holland, Jacob Juice, who you can check out on his Letterboxed. Jacob Juice is how you can find it. Jeffrey Toon, Joey Horn, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Mad Mike Jackson, special shout out for him in a second, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Orange Hat Reviews, you can check out his channel, Orange Hat Reviews, Rosetta Allen, you can check out her channel as well, Stan Andrian, and Miss Martin Muses, who also has a YouTube channel, and a special shout out, as I mentioned, to Jacob Juice from Holland, again, letterbox.com slash Jacob Juice for more information about him, and a special shout out to my members over on Subscribestar, Matt. 317 Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, and a huge shout out to my newest chosen of Valhalla member, Luca Illich, J Rod, The Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank y'all very much for supporting on Subscribestar, and to uh, two of the members who are supporting me over on Locals who asked for special shout outs. First off, Minnesota hockey fan, let's go, let's, let, let's get a hockey player, and UAB. Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, for the win. Thank you very much for supporting me. And also Robert Barnes on Locals as well. Anyway, if you want a special shout-out, and Brett D90, for that matter. If you want a special shout-out at the end of every single video, please check out that top link at the very top of the video description. It'll give you more information about the different tiers and what you get every single month. Thank you guys for your love, for your patience, for this month's shout-out video as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.